0: Hello, and welcome back to Girls in a Pod, a podcast where we talk all about women empowerment, motivation, inspiration, and many controversial topics that we as women face on the daily. Today's topic is Precious Solitude, a podcast about spending time with you. Within this topic, we're going to be talking about solitude in general. We're going to be talking about why people fear being alone, talking about solitude while in a relationship, and finally when self-solitude becomes loneliness and chronic social isolation. So why is being alone important? Being alone is important for increasing your empathy, it increases productivity, it sparks creativity being alone can help you build mental strength being alone gives you an opportunity to plan your life solitude helps you know yourself It empowers you to become comfortable with who you truly are in an article by the new york times um a doctor dr grice i believe says Cultivating the sense of being alone and making the choice to be alone can help you to develop who you truly are, your sense of self, and what your true interests are. Knowing oneself makes it easier to find other people who share your passions and can improve your empathy. It can also help you reevaluate filler relationships, relationships you maintain because you'd rather do anything on a Friday night besides staying at home by yourself, even at the cost of spending time with people whose company you don't truly enjoy. Solitude increases productivity. I feel it's very straightforward. Um, I feel like when I am alone, I do get a lot of stuff done. Um, Doing this podcast is really time-consuming, and I find that I get the most done when I am alone. Sometimes I have a lot of downtime at work, so I usually take the whole time. Usually, I finish my work in the first hour, and then for the rest of the time, I type up what um, my script or outline is going to be for the day. So that whole time I finish the whole thing and I, I just go home and record it. But I feel like solitude really increases your productivity. You get done what you need to do. You focus on what you need to do and you set like an agenda for yourself around your life and the stuff you need to get done. Um, for solitude sparks creativity. I feel like your mind is just very not clouded by other things and you just have a very straight and clear mind to think of really creative stuff you want to do, whether it's your art, whether it's um, your, a project you're working on, whether it's something for school, um, whether it's just yourself or your hobbies. Um, being alone can help you build mental strength, obviously, just because... Being alone is obviously very hard just because of the um, stigmas behind it, that if you're alone, you're a loser or whatever. So obviously, if you're alone, it's building your mental strength. If you're able to be alone, you don't really care what other people think, which is doing a lot for your mind. Being alone gives you an opportunity to plan your life. I feel like that one is also very straightforward just because you have a lot of time to think clearly and see what your next steps are either for your day, for your week, for your next 5 years. I know when I'm alone, I like to plan out my life and I'm kind of old school with that. I like to write out stuff in a planner or something and just see it physically. I don't I'm not really like a a girl that likes to put it in their calendar or something like that, I really like to see a timeline of what my life is going to look like for the next week or the day, or just note stuff down that I have to get done this week or that are coming up. And it just really helps, helps me see, um, if I'm reaching goals or not, if I'm reaching, um, savings goals, if I'm reaching, um, personal goals, goals I had for myself, if, um, i'm doing things on time and just stuff like that and then the last one is solitude helps you know yourself it empowers you to become comfortable with who you truly are um this one is kind of straightforward it's just kind of saying that there's no one around you to cloud your judgment there's no one around you to um to motivate different thoughts within you you're just truly with yourself with your true self with your mind with how you think And it just allows you to know yourself. And within that, like the first quote I said um, from that one doctor, it just truly allows you to rethink your life and rethink if you're doing the right choices, if you're hanging out with the right people. Um, Like I know back then when I was single and I lost a couple of my friends and I was alone a lot. Um. I really was like damn what the fuck am I doing with my life? I'm partying too much. I'm not really putting any goals up for myself. I'm not doing this or that which I usually do. So, I need to get my life back to fucking together. So, that really helps me think. And when I'm around people, I'm like no fuck it. I want I wanted to party. I wanted to 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 do this and do that and do dangerous things, which now I think they're dangerous, but obviously 21-year-old me didn't think that. So yes, being alone definitely helped me reevaluate my life, reevaluate the people I was hanging out with, re reevaluate where what's where my life was heading. So yes, I truly believe solitude truly helps you know yourself and ground you again. So what are some activities um that you can do in your alone time? Um, one thing I will say before stating these activities and saying this list to you guys, um. I truly believe that being alone and being in solitude and in your own solitude and just growing a mentality to be able to be alone in public areas, you really truly have to adopt a main character energy. Um, you need to truly, um, if you heard my last um, podcast about self-confidence, you truly need to um brave it till you make it. Like I said on that podcast, you need to pretend you have the self confidence and just act like you're like the most confident person on earth and just romanticize your life. Um, That list includes meditating, writing in a journal, setting goals for yourself, reflecting on your goals, Um, paying attention to your emotions which kind of goes like with meditating um clean your place um, indulge in a favorite show lay out at the beach read at a coffee shop go to a restaurant by yourself go to a bar go to the gym pick up a hobby or just simply do nothing Um, things i enjoy doing by myself are shopping specifically thrifting i love thrifting um I love going to Barnes & Noble. I love going to the gym, reading, planning podcasts, um, cleaning my house and doing some self-care, journaling, running, going on walks with my dog. When I was single, I really enjoyed um, like being in my room and dancing and doing my makeup for fun just to take pictures and just like romanticize I feel like when you romanticize your life and like find the aesthetics around you you really truly find joy in that like I I know I do I I used to love photography back then so now just snapshotting my life here and there and like things I find pretty just keep me going in a way you know Mm -hmm. so why do people fear being alone and when I say people I also mean myself because obviously there's I feel like there's some things I can't do by myself because I feel judged or I feel goofy um But basically, it might be because of lack of experience of being alone. Some people might just not be used to being by themselves because they're so accustomed to being around other people all the time. Um, And the sudden absence of social stimulation can leave them feeling detached or disconnected. Um, Distressing thoughts and feelings. In other cases, being alone and focusing inward can be difficult or even very painful. People might find this introspection distressing or find themselves engaging in rumination and worry. I feel like there's a word for that. I feel like it's called uh, stressation or something. It's when you physically are literally hurting because it's such an uncomfortable situation for you. I've definitely gone through that. Um and like I said before that social stigma that being low, alone um, makes you makes you a loser that stigma bombing about, about being alone can also play a role in shaping how people feel about solitude. For those who have been exposed to negative attitudes towards being alone or who see it as a form of antisocial behavior or social rejection, solitude can seem like a painful form of punishment. And it, I feel like a lot of times it, it derived from like when we were little, um, like sitting at sitting in the cafeteria at a table by yourself you were obviously the loser um and it's it sucks you know because we grew up thinking that now and as adults we we find it hard to be alone and spend times time with ourselves and just by ourselves next one is solitude while in a relationship um this basically means it's the importance of being your own person even in a relationship. It's seeking that alone time with yourself, even when you're in a relationship. Um, So what does it mean to be together, but also separate? Understanding this logic could be what leads you to having a successful and a healthy relationship with your partner. Many people believe that the key to a solid relationship is to share absolutely everything with one another, which is true to an extent. Um, like share the world with one another, experience new things together, be a support system, and communicate on a healthy level. These things all contribute to achieving a wonderful connection with, with each other. Um, So many couples tend to spend a ton of time together, every single time, very clingy. And these relationships usually wither out. They tire themselves out, become boredom, you're just together too much in order to accomplish a truly balanced relationship with your partner you must have a life together and have a life somewhat separate from your lover um, spend quality time with one another but also remember to spend quality time with yourself do not forget that the love you have for yourself has opened your heart to be able to accept love from others including your partner and that is what you have to think for your successful partnership you should never feel like you need to ask permission to go have a drink with your friends um, or do something on your own. But there should always be open communication if it if it could potentially make someone or your partner fear, feel uncomfortable. You need to establish a level, a level of trust so that you can both still do what you want to do, but know that what the other one wants to do won't be betraying you or um, breaking your trust. It's a great idea for both of you to set up days where you will venture out to do your own thing, whether it's both of you going out with a group of friends or one of you going out and the other woman having a peaceful night at home. Um, a lot of the times you need to um, just understand compromise basically and seek like for example when I first started dating my boyfriend I had a lot of trust issues coming from my other relationship that I was in and I just had a bad view on men so it was very hard for me to to not place boundaries on him and be like oh you can't go here you can't go there um my ex-boyfriend used to um even flirt with girls at soccer games so i was like oh hell no you are not going to a soccer game because i know what goes on there you know but then i came to the realization my boyfriend my current boyfriend is not my ex-boyfriend by any means so it's not fair to him to treat him that way and it was something I definitely had to learn. Um, so yes, compromise, compromise. So now our life pretty much looks like I go to the gym, he stays at home. I go to brunch, he stays at home. Or he goes to soccer and I stay at home because we bo- we have a baby together. So somebody has to take care of him. Um, but sometimes grandma does take care of our baby and he'll go do his own thing and I'll go do my own thing. Or there's times I want to go shopping and he doesn't want to go. So I'll go shopping. And it's just balance and like for example our days right now I work from 9 to 3 and he works from 6 to 4 and I usually get home he's not home yet till 4 30 I get home like around 3 30 so I have an hour by myself with my baby and usually in that time I cook I feed my baby and then I get ready for the gym once my boyfriend gets here He gets home and he stays with the baby. Then I leave to the gym. Then I get home like around 8-ish. And then around 8-ish is usually when uh, our baby goes to sleep. So he'll play video games and I'll do a podcast or something. Or do something on my own. And then we come together at night and cuddle and watch a movie or something. That's how our week usually goes. Um, On the weekends, on Sundays, he usually goes... To play disc golf or something, or he goes to the bar with his friends, or we make plans together. But we have a very balanced life within ourselves. And it's something I really appreciate because it does get tiring to be with someone all the time and thankfully our relationship is at a point where we can say that and not get offended like I feel like if he would have told me that a couple years ago when we first met and I was going through insecurity issues and I was going through trust issues because of my past relationship I would have had a hard time with that but now I see that he is not like my ex-boyfriend he loves me and he truly wants to respect me and he uh, respects my boundaries and i respect his boundaries we just um are able to give ourselves that alone time being happy by yourself is a valid and attainable goal um you might wonder though what exactly does it mean to be happy alone um it may all come down to coming to peace with your flaws, your circumstances, and your significance in the world. It could mean believing and understanding that your presence is all that matters, that no matter how no matter how happy others may seem together, um, you j- just are content-, to c- content with yourself. According to recent research, people who like their alone time are less likely to, fee- to feel tense, moody, and worried. This only adds to the evidence that um, having a lot of alone time isn't a bad thing. It can be completely beneficial. Um, so I feel like spend some time. Spend some time considering what makes you happy. Ask yourself, what was the last thing that truly made you smile, that truly made you almost want to cry because it was such a beautiful moment or something? What are your interests? When was the last time you felt a sense of like awe? Um, try making a list in your head. Make it a goal to come up with at least 10 different things that make you feel happy. happy. They can be as simple as sipping on some tea or planting some flowers or a plant Whatever brings you genuine sense of joy. Um, you may want to take a look at this list as soon as you wake up each day and try to include at least one item onto your list as a daily routine. Um, for example, I love going to the gym. I love doing something active every day. I like cooking. Um, I like doing something with my plans. So Each day I try to water my plants. I try to like put them by the window before I leave to work. I go to the gym almost every day. I go on walks and it's just those little tiny things that I do for myself that really truly um, make me enjoy my day. Um, Next, make a list of 10 things that you've always wanted to do. Spending time alone allows you to concentrate all your energy on what you truly want to focus without having to worry about anyone else and what anyone else might think about them this can also open up a wealth of opportunities for creativity for example I was alone when I thought about this podcast idea and if I would have brought it up to some other people um, it even my my family I felt like I would have been discouraged to do it so I never even told anyone about this I didn't even tell my boyfriend just because I truly wanted to do something like this and I know bringing it up to someone would have discouraged me from doing it Picking up new hobbies can allow you to learn more about yourself, learn patience, and allow you to express yourself in new ways. For example, when I picked up um, going to the gym, I truly learned how to enjoy the process rather than worrying um, about the outcome. I learned, I just learned a lot, and I truly love it now, just as something to do and not something to feel the need you have to do in order to change my appearance. Just don't be afraid to step outside your comfort zone. If you're not ready to pick up a new hobby or explore interest, you could make it a point to go somewhere new each week. This could be a coffee shop down the street or just in town or um, go to Barnes & Noble, uh, whatever you want. You might find that exploring new places alone is very rewarding, especially since you can go to go at your own pace and follow your own schedule since you aren't really around anyone. Also, so don't put too much pressure on yourself. If you find that you are frequently feeling stressed or anxious or depressed, you might want to try um, spending time each day focusing on your own thoughts and feelings. And for many people, that is a very scary thing to do. Um, there there was um, a study done and I'm just talking through my head. I'm not, um, I, I don't quite remember, but it was something about, there was a study performed performed on people and they were asked if they would rather be alone for a couple hours with their thoughts or get electric shots shocks and 15% of them said electric shocks so yeah a lot of people have are going through some shit and they don't want to think or hear those thoughts in their heads um in their heads uh one way to do this is to start a journal um, if you let yourself write freely for half an hour of interrupted each time each day, you may be surprised by what you come up with, come up with in that journal. Journaling can be a form of self-care by helping you reach the core of emotional problems and you may find that you learn something new about yourself each day. Writing can also act as a form of release. So stress and other emotions that you may have holding on to for a long time can finally somehow be expressed. Um, I do have a lot of friends that um, do yoga and meditation, and it also, may be help you, it, it also might help you alleviate that stress. Both practices focus on self-awareness and the importance of silence and the importance of being with yourself and those thoughts. If you don't have time to commit to a full yoga routine every morning, consider setting aside five or ten minutes for a peaceful time to just sit, close your eyes, and breathe evenly. I know it's so cliche, but like it does a lot for your mental health. Um, In the silence, you can try to empty your mind, all your worries, your plans and thoughts. Sometimes I feel like I have so much going on. Like today, I felt like I had a ton of stuff to do like after work and I was about to have a panic attack. So I literally just sat and my head just does it and plays it 100 times harder harder than what it actually is because when I started doing it, when I sat down and I was like, okay, let's do this first, let's do this first and this first, I just did everything within like 20 minutes and it wasn't a lot and it's just mostly me overreacting sometimes because I do that way too much. Another thing I recommend when spending time with yourself is switching up your routine. I remember um, I used to go to work and come from work and do house things and then watch tv for my the rest of my day and then wait until bedtime that was such a horrible way of living <laughs> you need to do fun stuff join a class join join a dance class join things you love to do join go to the gym just do little random things that might be very insignificant but at the end of the day um just help your mental health heal and help you create better days Um, being stuck in a routine can make life feel slower and more repetitive when the days start to blur into weeks the the world just feels dull and it can be difficult to remember what made you happy in the first place sometimes the best thing you can do for yourself is to completely change your routine like have you been working a job that you've just liked for years it might be time to consider looking for something new Have you been thinking of taking a trip but haven't had the confidence to book a plane ticket? Perhaps you just need to book the ticket and go for an adventure. If you're not ready to make significant life changes, doing something as simple as rearranging your bedroom or painting your kitchen a new color or adding some spice to your daily life and contributing a personal development um, activity can do a lot for you. Um, I remember when I was a teenager and I lived with my parents still, I loved rearranging my room and I feel like that would do so much for me. And yeah, it's little insignificant things like that that do so much for your head. One of the biggest advantages though of being alone and spending time with yourself Is that your daily routine, your thoughts, and your actions are not influenced by outside pressures? You no longer have to change your plans because your significant other had something else in mind. Um, For example, you can eat dessert before dinner every day of the week without anyone criticizing you. You can make decisions quickly without notifying anyone instead of viewing the solitude as a negative thing consider focusing your energy on improving an aspect of your life that you've always wanted to work on instead of putting all that energy and time into another person you can put this effort into improving improving yourself and and making your own life more rewarding this could involve your health your finances spirituality career and more you can visualize where you want to be in 5, 10, 15 years from now and begin slowly working your way toward that reality. Um, sometimes it might not be easy to find happiness and solitude and you may have feelings of depression or loneliness. And if you or someone you know is struggling with finding self-love therapy, um, therapy is an option. However, if you're not ready for counseling, counseling all, there are alternative solutions available that can help you better deal with alone time which brings Mm -hmm. us to our last and final one when self-solitude becomes loneliness and chronic isolation being alone is not the same thing as being lonely loneliness is perceived is a perceived feeling of social isolation and has been linked to such negative things from heart disease to depression one can feel lonely even in the company of others if they are dissatisfied with dissatisfied with their personal relationships it is a fear of loneliness that often pre- prevents people from seeking self-solitude. However, by redefining solitude as being something positive and well-deserved for yourself, you will never mix up the two again. Rather than, being, rather than avoiding being by ourselves, we will seek it out to help balance ourselves and will become content with our own company. The five known stages of loneliness are denial, then anger, then bargaining, depression, then acceptance. And I feel like I went through something like this um, after giving birth to my son. I lost a ton of my friends, probably all of them. And my only friend was my boyfriend, which I explained earlier <laughs> that um, I was very clingy with my boyfriend because he was my only friend. And there was a point where I was in denial. I was like, no, I don't need no friends. I don't need them. You don't need friends and this and that. But it was also my postpartum depression talking and all these toxic mindsets I had in my head due to my postpartum depression. So I was talking that way. You don't need friends. Keep my circle small, whatever, whatever, you know, those cringy things people say. But um, no, I was angry. And then my stage two was anger. I was angry because my boyfriend had like five different friend groups because five, he has like five different friend groups with like six different people in each one. And, and at one point it wasn't so much that I wouldn't trust him. I would, it was the, it was just me being petty. It was just me being bitter that my boyfriend had stuff to do and I had to stay at home with the baby most of the time. And, um, then it's bargaining. I'm not sure. I'm not really sure what that one is. I have to look into it. But then it's depression, which I know I went through. And then it's it's acceptance, you know. Um after um healing, well, sort of healing from my postpartum depression, well, now I can look back and see all the things my boyfriend was trying to do for me. Like he was trying he was trying to have me um meet his guy friends girlfriends and me have me become friends with them and now I am I'm friends with all of them and I love them honestly and I love my boyfriend for doing that for me but I would have never seen that when I was going through the first few stages of loneliness and so yes if you are going if you know you're just lonely especially after pregnancy for those moms out there just reach out to someone. Don't be afraid to make friends. Reach out to me even. Like, I'll hang out with you, girl. (laughs) Like, seriously, though. Um, Do it, you know? Just do it. Don't be afraid. Like, most of the times, people want to be friends with other people. People, that's in our nature as humans, you know? To want to meet more people. So just do it. If you if you're not comfortable with seeking therapy, keep your mind busy. Read a book, watch a show, listen to music, go on a walk and just keep your mind busy. Before I do finish off, I want I I ran this poll on my Instagram and asked people what they love to do in their alone time. Um Let's start with Teresita. Um, she says she loves dancing, reading, and going on solo walks. Girl, when when I used to live in my parents' house, I would love doing. I would just love like doing my makeup for no reason and putting music on and just dancing in my room. Oh my god, those were the best times. I also love reading and going on walks. I love doing that. All of that. Um, actually, Anai said she likes to write. Girl, don't get me started on that. I love to write. However, I don't spend much time doing it. I need to put more time into that. I do I don't know why. There must be something behind this, um, like psychologically, but I love buying journals and buying pens, expecting to use them one day and they just sit there. But yeah, I love I like to write too. Jackie said, go to the gym and watch YouTube videos. Girl don't get me started on youtube videos i'm a huge youtube girl when i eat that's all i watch youtube videos Um, going to the gym i love going to the gym a lot of people know that um sarah sarah rangel she loves journaling meditation and yoga are the big three things i love to do to relax the mind that is so cute you know i really want to try yoga but i'm scared i'm scared because it's something really new for me, but I'd love to try it out. So I think I want to look into it and see how that works out for me. It's said She likes journaling and painting. Oh my God. I had, I had my little phase with painting. I, I feel like I had a little phase with a lot of hobbies. You can ask my boyfriend this. He's always like, I will always support your hobbies, but you just go through them for like a day and never like go through with them. But girl, I, I've seen your paintings and you're going through with that. So that's good for you, honestly. Um, Betsy said self-care, washing all my sheets, cl- cleaning my room, can- lighting candles, showering and Netflix. That is literally the best. Like I love cleaning my house and just cleaning like when i lived lived with my parents i loved cleaning my room and um having everything be clean my sheets and having my room smell like fresh laundry and then opening the windows up and having the breeze come in and then watching a show while you're like all freshly showered and like new linens and new sheets oh my god it was the best feeling ever um someone said (laughs) arturo said playing apex um Juan said, sleep or TikTok or car shit, doing car stuff to your car, I'm assuming, eating or hanging out with my girlfriend. That's not really a long time, but that's my brother, (laughs) Um, y'all. He loves driving or watching TV or doing a build. I think that's what he said, doing a build. Yeah, I can attest for that. My brother could spend time on a car like a good amount of time on a car and that's that's cute you know i've never really thought about um about that as my brother um glammed artistry said reading and self care yes 100% um lizbeth said self care going to the gym getting waxed hair done eyebrows spoiling myself oh my god i love this i love this for you honestly i'm getting my hair done on friday so i cannot wait this it has been a while since i've done i've done some like salon self-care professional self-care so i'm excited for that um maddie's hooks and yarn said i like to listen to music catch up on shows and crochet ooh we got talented people on here Your fave Gemini said, taking the time to do self-care and coming up with the next step on what I can succeed on. Yes, that is 100% what a lot of these articles were talking about. When you're alone, your brain just goes on like high gear mode and you're just like, okay, what can I do tomorrow? What can I do the next five years? What what is my plan? Mm -hmm. So good for you, girl. We need to start talking about being alone more in the same way we talk about self-care, exercise, or nutrition, or getting enough sleep when it comes to women. Self-solitude in a woman's life is more important and enriching than it is in a man's life because as a woman, we are naturally inclined not to offer ourselves the luxury of being alone, and we are socially pressured to never seek solitude within ourselves socially and culturally women are conditioned to not engage in the narcissistic and selfish behaviors that are often necessary for work to flourish develop and for careers to advance women need to create new dialect of aloneness one that changes its role in society as well as in our sense of ourselves as women. Women need to create a new normal where we allow ourselves to, to the solitude that we need in order to be more ourselves and create a fair, more equitable society for ourselves. So be a single mom if you want to be. Live alone in an apartment. Travel the world. Live new experiences by yourself. Find love in another state. After the realization of how much we enjoy being with ourselves sets in and how less stressed and relaxed it makes us feel, we may become bolder. Perhaps you will even be brave enough to take a solo drive to the beach for an hour or two or go see a movie by yourself. A weekend retreat alone could just be around the corner. When spending time alone becomes a treat and not a punishment, it is amazing how much time you can find to devote to your your new best friend, yourself. Thank mm-hmm. you.